Man, I love that song. I wish we could listen to more. Your breakthrough. Are you ready? This is your season. I refuse to come on the, other, on the other side of this pandemic and look the same and feel the same. It's your mindset. God got something. It just, this is your opportunity to really grow. This is the opportunity to be the best version of you. God, just thank God. You, are, you might as well start shouting now because you know what? It is, your breakthrough is coming. I just thank God for that. Thank God for allowing me to be here. Thank God for this amazing friend, uh, my pastor, and your president. And thank you for North Central University for having me, allowing me to be here. God is so good. Is he good? He is powerful. I just thank him for that. And I wore my medals. I felt like I was worn. I think I was running to the Olympics. I felt like I was at the Olympics coming up in here excited. But um, but I just thank God for being here. Thank God for this platform. And and I listen, I'm from a family of 20, as you can see up on the um, but listen, I got eight brothers that preach. My dad, I'm a PK kid, but I am not a preacher. No way, Jose. I'm not a preacher, but I'm just here to share with you and just remind you of your greatness, to remind you to be bold and powerful. Because, you know, and I want you to know, faith above fear. For the little time I got this morning, talk about faith above fear. Are you ever afraid? Do you ever fear? It's like the faith supersedes that fear. We were not meant, we were not created to live in fear. We were not created to live in fear. And I just thank God for my family, my siblings, and my father was a minister, and my dad would just, there are times my dad traveled a lot, and he pastored four, five churches at one time. I don't know if you knew that, Pastor. Five churches at one time. And he traveled, and he would come home and wake us up, and we would have family devotion. It's like Sunday we had church, and I'm like, why are we having church on Monday too? Monday, some on Tuesday, some on Thursday. I'm like, and we would get back to school, and we've missed out on a lot of things. They said, where were y'all at? Oh, y'all was at private you know, prayer meeting. I'm like, Lord, why do we have to go all this church? Can we, can, we get, can we make it in without all this? But I'm glad that my mom and dad was faithful. And I'm glad that my dad didn't stop at 15. I'm the 16th child. If they had to stop at 15, I would have been left out. So I'm glad the spirit talk, spoke to them to have another one at 16. I'm the 16 of 20. And just thank God for my parents and for giving us an amazing foundation and and just, uh, and I, you all young, I'm like probably three times your, at least twice your age. And this is where you get the foundation here. And it may not seem like it, but my dad going to church and our family devotion was solid in my life. And it was, it is what propelled me. And, and I know I don't have as much time this morning, but three things my dad talked about, faith, attitude, and character. And things that he always talked about having your faith. And he, he always talked about just like your faith got to be bigger than your fears and and, and, and fear can paralyze us. It can keep us. And in this circumstance, we know we're in a situation. But I'm here to remind you, you don't have to look like the situation. You don't have to look like, you know, what, you, what you're going through. And I want to share, I, I know that God had ordered my footsteps, and I want to share that the things that I've been blessed to do, as you saw in the video, playing the Olympics and playing the World Championship and do all the things I've done. I had fear set in a couple months ago, and I was like, I was like, Lord, I, I went, I was in a car accident in 85, and we were headed to church. And I was sitting in the back seat, and, and my dad, I remember sitting in the back, and my dad got ready to make this left turn. And I remember seeing this 18-wheeler come, and I was like, Dad, go, go, Dad, go. And I'm like, looking. The 18-wheeler swerved to try to keep from hitting us. It hit the back of the car. 
the door came off, the car spun around, supposedly, supposedly like three or four times, and they looked for me. My dad was driving, my sister was in the front. They looked for me for about 15 minutes, and they couldn't find me. They finally found me in a ditch, and my head was laying on a Bible, as if someone had placed it there. The helicopter came, they helicoptered me to the, and, and my dad said, that's, him being a pastor, he said, Lord, I'd rather you have taken me and taken my daughter. They didn't know what was going on. But God had his hedge of protection around me. Listen, he said, your little nappy head self ain't going nowhere yet. I got too many mountains for you to climb and too many battles for you to go through. I got too much work for you to do. So I went to that. I took a video the other day and I sat there. And I videoed that. I videoed the spot. I said, God, 35, 35 years ago, you took me to that spot. 35 years ago at this spot. And I said, you spared my life. You gave me another lease on life. And so all this, then I'm thinking like, and then you allow me to play basketball. You allow me to travel to over 30 different countries. You allow me to do these amazing things. I was like, what is it that you want me to do now? And thinking about, you know, because I do motivation speaking. I have my books and I travel and I speak. And I said, Lord, you know, I haven't gotten the contracts. I have a lot of my business has stopped. And so I said, that moment, Pastor, I said, Instead of thinking about what I didn't have, what do I have? So I shift my mindset. I shift the atmosphere in my mind. And say, you know what, devil, you probably will move out of my way because you are not going to make me think that I've lost. And so in my mindset, he said, this is your season. This is your season to grow. This is your season to be the best version of you. This is your season to plant a harvest, to plant plant seeds to to get a harvest. And I said, Lord... And I just got her from this spot. I said, 38. I said, Lord, because in Philippians 1 and 6, he said, be confident that I who start a great thing shall finish it. I said, Lord, you started something 38 years ago, and I know you're going to finish it. And I was thinking, I said, Lord, thank you for that deliverance, because I was bound for a little bit. And I said, God, thank you for giving me the mindset to help me rise above it and know that. He said, my word said, be still. And don't just think about, don't be still and wonder. He said, be still and know that I'm still God in spite of what it looks like. In spite of what it looks like. So I I spoke to the devil. I said, devil, you might well flee from me. I resist you and you might well go back where you came from because I cannot lose with with the stuff that I use. And that's having God in my life. And I just thank him for that and just being able to rise above fear. And the verse that I love, I used to have it written on my shoes, Pastor God, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, the peace I give is not as the world give it. So in spite of all this stuff going on, that peace that surpasses all understanding, that peace of mind. And, and what has helped me, like one of my college coach, she coached me in Auburn. She was the assistant coach, Joanne McCauley. She coached at Duke for about 15 years. She just finished coaching and she's writing a book. She reached out to me. She said, Ruthie, now I know, now I know what, I saw something in you 30 years ago when you came to Auburn. She said, it was something different about you, not just the basketball. I said, maybe it was my Jerry curl. She said, no, not the Jerry curl. That was different. She said, there was something different about you that was just, we, I, I wanted. It was something about you. I said, what is, it doesn't matter how mean the coach was. It doesn't matter the circumstances. She said, you just had this something about you, this peace that you have. 
And then as my career evolved and she was, you know, some of the things I've had to go through, she said, you got this peace of mind that like, she said, I want some of that. So she's writing a book right now and she's doing a chapter on faith. And she said, I want, to, I want you to be in that chapter because she said, I finally got this. And she said, I, don't, I can't even imagine. I think she was, I don't know if they were let, she got let go or something happened. She said, I could not have been, I couldn't even dealt with this situation without having a peace of mind. And she said, it reminded me of you. And so just thinking about that peace that surpasses all understanding. So in spite of the circumstances, knowing that peace your peace of mind in spite of that, that you can rise above. And I know this pandemic has created some fear and, and it's created a situation where we feel like, you know, we're uncertain. But God knows your name. He knows your name. He knows your name. And he is just not going to stand at the door and knock. He says, let, let me in. Allowing God access to you. you uh, go to the next slide. I think it's a Am I moving that? For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a sound mind. And fear sometimes paralyzes us, and it gets us. And like I said, you got to fight your way. And the thing about it, in this journey, we're not going to have every moment. We're going to have moments where the devil is going to try to get us off track. But when you realize that, how do you shift the atmosphere? How do you shift that moment? To whom much is given, much is acquired. And that's what the reason why when I feel, when I get tired, I feel like, I said, Lord, this is not about me. This ain't about Ruthie. This ain't about these gold medals. These are great. But the message is bigger. The purpose is bigger. The purpose precedes me. It's, it's not, it's like going overseas to these different countries and working with these kids and just like, God, I said, Lord, thank you. I think back at that accident. I said, you gave me another lease on life. I owe it to you. I owe it to the next generation. Sometimes we get so caught up in self, or what about me, what about me? We said we deny ourselves when we accept Christ in our life. This is the time you let your purpose. And if you use your gift, and every one of you, every one of you got some amazing gifts, your gifts will make room for you. It will make room for you and put you before great men, amazing people that you're going to impact and that you're going to change their life. I mentioned a little bit in the other uh, session about this, this, this lady that called me after 25 years and said that, that you impacted my daughter so much. She said, I just, you, you went extra. Not saying anything about the other girls, but you went extra and you, you know, the time was up and you almost missed the bus. I said, yeah, that sounds like me. You were trying to get signatures for my team and you took the book, so I'll give it to you tomorrow. And I took it to the hotel and I got all the girls' signatures. And, and she said, you could have just like, I ain't got time. And she said, you went the extra mile, you did that. And I saw you at that game, and you came back with a whole book of signatures. She said, y'all was bigger than life then. She said, that meant so much to me. And I said, you know what? I said, because it's not, it wasn't about me. She said, and she said you never mentioned anything about Jesus. You didn't preach to us. She said, but I knew there was something different about you. She said, I knew there was a light in your life. And she said, from that moment, she said, that moment, change her life. All the years when she would have a tough time in life or a challenge, she would think about Ruthie Bolton. She went the extra mile that I must be somebody. And so that moment I edified her that changed her life forever. You will be amazed at if you use the gifts as God has given you the light that you give people. Because sometimes you might be the only Bible somebody get to read for that moment. You may be the only Bible somebody may read. On the slides it shows a field. I grew up in the south. I grew up 
in the field, we plant collard greens, corns, okra. I don't really like okra too much. Hey, but if you like a farmer, plant it. If you plant, if you didn't plant, and if you didn't plant seeds, you're not, you can't expect a harvest. You can stand by the field and look until the cows come home. My kids ask me, what you mean by when the cows come home? You can look, but you're not going to get a harvest. But if you plant collard greens, you expect to get collard greens. If you plant corn or you sow corn, you expect to get that. So this is your season to plant, even when it doesn't look good. This is your season. The song is twin thirds. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He leading me beside still water. He restores my soul. He want to restore your soul. He want you to know that you matter. He want you to know that he is bigger than anything that's thinking about trying to happen. The mindset, shift the mindset. Plant seeds. Don't think about what you've lost. Think about how can I be a blessing? How can I be fruitful? If you're an apple, if I, if I put an apple tree, I want apples. How can you be fruitful and multiplied? I know you can. That's why I asked myself, Ruthie, what, how can you grow where you are? You know, Dr. Martin Luther King said, we all want to fly. I may not fly. I'm going to run. If I can't run, I'm going to walk. If I can't walk, I'm going to crawl. As long as I keep moving. As long as I keep moving. And another thing, too, I, I, he shared about, I know we all trying to go somewhere. We all got, you know, you got majors and things you want to do. And you might not be where you want to be. He, I, I think he used example by sweeping streets, a street sweeper. One of the things I read on him. He, this guy wanted to be a doctor. Okay, right now you're sweeping streets. He said, you know what? During this time, sweep streets like Maya Angelou wrote poems. Sweep the streets like Beethoven wrote music. Sweep the streets like Pastor Scott preaches. You be the best street sweeper until it's your time for the next part of your life. But don't miss out on this opportunity to grow. Don't miss out on the opportunity to grow and plant and sow because this is your season. Like that song said, you might with a shout right now because your breakthrough. Cultivate the ground of your heart. Cultivate the ground of your heart. And you allow things to grow. But you can also, your ground cannot be, you can't plant and you can't, it's not, it's not ready so how do you get your heart ready? Trust in God, knowing that not only who you are, but whose you are, and understanding that he's bigger than anything I will ever go through. If you got a heartbeat right now, if you're alive and you got a heartbeat, you know what, you got a chance. Don't make it think this is a miracle. We got to start looking for small miracles. We don't have to see something descending out of the sky. The miracles every day, like, God, you gave me a miracle. I woke up today. I'm thankful to you. I, I'm thanking you for giving me what you've given me. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, the faith, it's like a faith, having that faith. She said, if I can just touch, I don't need to give him a high five. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. My son was here this past summer. He Nine years old, he got baptized downtown where George Floyd passed, died. He said, Mommy, I want to get baptized, but do I have to get wet? I said, yeah, you get wet a little bit. It's okay, we can dry you off. He said, okay. 
They dipped him in. He came up. They said, how do you feel? He said, I feel close to Jesus. He literally, like, he said, I feel so close. He said, Mommy, I feel like Jesus is talking to me. The, it, we, it was raining, like, the next, later that day. He said, it stopped, it stopped raining because we prayed for it to start raining. He said, Mommy, it stopped raining because Jesus, because I got baptized. He was playing Nintendo with one of his friends the next day, and his friend beat him. He said, Mom, I think he beat me because I was, when I was playing with him, I, I gave him a high five, and I, my shoulder touched him, and he, he beat me. He literally felt like he had powers. Like, it is just faith. His faith, he said, Mommy, he said, I think I'm better. I'm making better decisions now. He's nine years old, and ironically, one of my friends that paints said right after, he said, I, wanted, I, need a, I want your son to be Jesus at eight. So I said, Christopher, I said, uh, Danny from the Bay Area want to paint you as a little Jesus. He said, oh, for real? Like Jesus? He said, oh, my goodness. He said, wow. And he had seen, he saw the Son of God in the movie. He said, I want to see Jesus. I want to meet him. He's so cool. So the, the power of faith, the power of faith is amazing. So once you start shifting your mindset and you start shifting the way you think and your belief, your belief system, you will be amazed. I want to read something real quick if I can find it. What's the next slide I have? I'm almost done. I think uh, that may be the last one. Giving God access to you. I, I want to share real quick about that. Allow God access to your heart. Um, there's a song that, I don't know if y'all know Troy Sneed, and unfortunately he passed away from the virus, but he, he was singing a song. He had a song. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you, oh my. And you are welcome in. You welcome in this place. I'm lost without you. Can't do nothing without you, oh my. And you are welcome in. You will come in this place. Let me just say it one more time. In spite of my setbacks, in spite of myself, Jesus, I love you. Allow God access to your heart. Jesus, I love you. You welcome in my heart. In spite of circumstances, I welcome you in my heart. You are welcome in. You welcome in my heart. I challenge you, in spite of all of this chaos, I challenge you to allow God to penetrate your heart every morning, every day. This is your season. This is your time for breakthrough. You are powerful. You are mighty. I know my time is up, but Jesus, I love you. Hallelujah. Jesus, I love you. Oh, my. God, you're welcome. And you are welcome in. You welcome in this place. He is waiting. He is knocking at the door. He loves you. He celebrates you. He called you his friend. Thank you, Jesus. He welcomes you. I love you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus.